Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. I'm joined by none other than Dimity McDowell. Hello, Dim. None other than the, oh, Dimity McDowell. Yeah. Here I am. <laughs> oh, what adjective were you going to put there? No, 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 no. I don't. I was just going to go on some ramble oh. and I, I swung it back. I turned around, came All right. back. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So your school started and we're recording this a week early. I should say that um, our school, I just want to dim all summer. I've been thinking that school was starting on Monday and Daphne pointed out to me that no, only sixth graders start on Monday, seventh and eighth graders start on oh, Tuesday. They have a little orientation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, let's hear it for Daphne for knowing that. <laughs> Wait, so, have, so have they started? Or they start. Um... So, uh, so you and I are recording this on the 22nd. They start on guess is that tuesday the 28th yes okay yes so as this airs they will um be finishing out their first day um day three and a half half. yeah okay so okay yeah 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 well we started as well i gotta say it's a little odd to have two kids on the downslope of seventh to twelfth right like Mm -hmm. you know like we're more than halfway done with our public Mm -hmm. education Oh, oh my God, Dim! I mean, not thinking that Phoebe is halfway done with high school is just blows my mind. Yeah, just blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. So, so it doesn't yeah. quite have the same, you know. Like Amelia's like, well, I don't really want to go school supply shopping because I have to get, you know, what my teachers want me to get. So like, there, that was one ritual mm-hmm. gone, right? So now we only loaded up for <laughs> Ben, um, and um, Ben is just, you know, I mean, they're just so self sufficient, which is obviously what you want, right? I want that. But it is, uh, mm-hmm. I was, my kids started on a Friday. So you have like a day of orientation, <laughs> right? You have a day of orientation for sixth graders, probably slash ninth graders. They had a morning for us and they decided to start school on a Friday. So Amelia, um, who's a sophomore this year, literally went to school on a Friday from 1245 to 330. Like, I, I, I don't, otherwise known as a waste of yeah, time. I was, I'm not, a, I'm not a genius. I promise you I'm not. But like, that is not, you know, even I could say, really, why are we doing? you know or send all the freshmen on that friday and then have everyone start on monday but but i don't know right right oh my goodness oh my goodness so we've had just a lot of excitement in this household in addition to school starting is that um my parents house there's been a lot of news in that front and you know i just had worried that it would be months and months and months of no offers and instead we got two offers that is great so yay hashtag bidding war <laughs> um and so we had already gotten one offer and we were kind of uh i guess we had um countered to them and then this uh this family was like hey we've seen it once we told we we think we're interested but we have a wedding to go to this weekend uh, we will look at it on Sunday afternoon. So we didn't respond to the first people um, with our, what would have been our final counter. And so then both of them wanted it. And so our real estate agent said, okay, give us your highest, best final offer. And they both came in at the same price, which was significantly higher than we were about to accept from the first people. Wow. Um, yeah. And I mean, just, I was like, oh my gosh, this uh, pinch me. Is this really happening? And so, but then, and um, oh, the, the family, they wrote this incredibly dear letter. And I mean, in this day and age, who writes a good letter? 
People you know? who want a house. Honestly, I've heard of it happening a couple times recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a tactic. So, and it's a good one. It, it's it, a good but, one. It, but, but I mean, to I just think, I don't know, you know, to put, to actually type up several paragraphs that, you know, and it kind of even circled back, like you would have been totally impressed with it, Dim. Like, you know, it started with a, th- you know, kind of theme and then she circles back to it at the end. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like a blog post. Wow, this is fantastic. So, um, so anyway, but then, and so we're, my siblings and I felt really good because they had two young daughters and everything. And then the next day, I think the husband was like, no, we're not, we're not buying like, and so they, uh, it got pulled. So, but by that point, then we'd driven buyers number one up to a higher price than we were ready to accept from them days before. And so we are moving ahead with that. So, and they're, they're very much, this is a couple, I get the sense they're either empty nesters or they're child free by choice and that um they are very much about historic preservation Ooh, right and being stewards of the house alley. that's great exactly yeah and so and the wife is an architect and um she really is about the integrity of the house and also then the husband is has um kind of a niche um, rare book collection. I'm forgetting what's so special about it, but, um, and he has a lot of them and my parents' house has a lot of bookshelves in it, as you might recall yeah. them. So, so he's excited. Um, yes, 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 yes. So anyway, so it's, That's, um, it's really wonderful. And that must um, be such so a relief yes. too. I mean, to not have to worry about it. It is. And oh my, I mean, just, I mean, they were making the market seem pretty dire out there and, and, the also, uh, I don't know. So yes, so I'm very, very relieved and, but a ton of emails. And so we're going through the inspection process now. So anyway, good, good. Yes. Well, cool. So, um, yes, yes. So what else is going on? Out I there? mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, no, I mean, school was a big thing, right? Uh, we started volleyball. Um, so that's, uh-huh. that seasonal kickoff this Friday. Um, uh-huh. as far as Ben doing soccer, um, Ben is not, he doesn't play soccer anymore. He is very into, okay. um, music and he's trying out for, um, it's called this actor's Academy, which is basically like a three oh. day a week acting thing. He just really loved his, um, you know, it's oh, the lovely. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It is. Um, yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm excited for him. I just hope that, uh, it's just a lot of noise. That's what it is. It's the drums. It's, if I'm being honest, he plays the drums in our basement. And he's and he's good now. I mean, he's getting better. So I mean, it's like it's not like it's like banging, crashing, but it's just drums, right? Even if you have a good rhythm, it's drums. Well, how many how many piece drum set does he have? He has the drums. I mean, he has a full set. Um, I mean, he probably has two cymbals and a uh, yeah, and then like you know the whatever. I mean, a five piece drum set. I mean, it's not wow, huge, okay. but it's not. Um, tiny either and he wants to make the jazz yeah. band so that's you know i mm-hmm. got a little swing okay. riffing going there yeah and then and then <laughs> acting i mean yeah so it's all good um but the acting you know he practices lines his top voice i shouldn't be complaining about my children on this podcast because <laughs> maybe they'll listen to it when they're older but i mean i love that he's found his passion let's just put it at that oh i know yeah. and he's really pursuing and it's wonderful that there's an opportunity in denver that can afford him experience and exposure yes that. yes exactly that is a great perspective yeah. thank you sarah for switching it around for me yeah yeah and i think he need you need to get him a poster of army hammer um who's that you know, the actor who would who would well his most um well two 
well-known roles. He was in uh, The Social Network. He played the twins, the rower oh. Harvard twins who helped co-found. Winklevoss. Winklevoss yeah, yeah, okay. Yes, thank you for yeah. pulling that out, Alex. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, and then he was the American in, or he played the American in uh, Call Me By Your Name. Oh, I haven't the, seen that. Um, Okay, yeah. So anyway, but the reason I say that is he is exceptionally tall, particularly in the world of actors. He's, I think, 6'5", full head of hair, very, like, um, nice, you know, head of hair like Ben has. So At that ripe yeah, old age of 12, he still has all his hair? Yeah. Well, but then he has very, your son has um, very lush hair, very thick, um, thick. kind of sh- shiny, yeah, thick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. opposite of mine. <laughs> Did you hear that, Alex? The opposite no, of mine. Um, his own. <laughs> it's getting worse and worse. <laughs> so Alex just got a haircut and a, what do you call that when your beard, you just tightened up your beard? Trimmed it. Trimmed it. Okay, Clean. that's the word I was yeah. looking for. Yeah. yeah. So, Clean up. Yeah. Basic maintenance. <laughs> awesome. Um, so, so that's awesome. Well, keep us up to date on that. Well, I will. I'll, I'll let really... you know. I mean, he's, he's got his audition yeah. tomorrow. So, it's, you know, very oh, exciting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, on today's show, Dim, you're going to be um, switching from the co-host seat to the guest chair, sort of like you did when uh, for the Grand Canyon episode, because... We're going to be getting details of the swim run event that you and your friend Katie Oglesby did off the coast of Portland, Maine earlier this month. And when we return from this brief break, Katie will join us and we'll dive in. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Katie. Before we start talking about swim run Casco Bay, tell us a few details about yourself as a mother and as a runner. Well, hi, thanks for having me. Um, I'm Katie Oglesby in Denver, Colorado. Dimity and I have known each other since 2010. And uh, let's see, I have three kids, 22, 19, and 16. Um, Uh And my running background, I've been primarily a runner. Uh, Running is my heartthrob for sure, but I'm also a pretty decent swimmer. Uh Um, And so when Dimity contacted me about a year ago about doing this, I was all in. Yeah. And I love you chime in here because she's being um, she's being modest as usual. Um, so we met in 2010. The, w- the way that we met is I went to go speak to her running club that she's, she was a part of, the Colorado Columbines, about run like a mother. And um, mm-hmm. I had just come off of pacing my friend from Leadville, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about it. And you, oh, and you said you were doing it. And I was like, oh, good luck with that or something like that. And you're like, do you want to pace me? And I'm like, oh, did you ask me that day? I think, yeah, I think I did. Okay. As soon as you let on that you had experience pacing, yeah. I probably was like, oh, let I me need ask. one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. And then she has three, like she said, she has three kids, but they're all, um, great runners and endurance athletes and um two of her kids are running at um mesa state is that colorado the... mesa university oh, colorado mesa it's a university. smaller division two school in grand junction colorado yeah so i get to wow. hear about like oh yeah well he broke you know 15 minutes in the 5k and i'm just like oh my gosh no he no didn't. he didn't okay, <laughs> okay. But, but still he's he, you know she's got these she's got these very uh twitchy speedy little kids yeah not little but yeah, yeah. well that the apple doesn't fall far from yeah. the tree. So, um, all right. Okay, gal. So the name of the event swim run is fairly, uh, self-explanatory, but, um, please start by defining what a swim run event is specifically the one you all did, uh, Casco Bay, because it's not, um, just a single swim and a single run joined together. 
Exactly. So, so I mean, I, I feel like I've talked about this a ton. So I apologize for people who are like, we know what it is. But yes, a good a good background for everybody. So it's a newer event. It started um, in Europe. It's been around in Europe for a while, and um, people might know it because Rich Roll, the, the you know crazy ultra man, um, did it. He did the World Championships in Sweden. Um, was it last, last year? year? Last year, and there was a story about it in the New York Times, which is where I saw it, Sarah. And I uh, got excited. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And um, so basically, it is. It's, it's swim, run, swim, run. So you're never. It's not like a triathlon where you swim and then you're done with the swim portion and you bike. You're done with the biking portion. You go back and forth. You transition between these two um, events um, through the entire race, and they're mostly held in pretty remote places. So like the Sweden one is out in the Swedish archipelago. They're swimming in the. Um, to the North Sea, Baltic I Sea, I don't know if it's North one of those sea. seas. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so like Casco Bay was out in, um, you know, out right outside of Portland um, on these islands that are um, mostly privately owned. So uh, the oh. race director got um, permission, or not privately owned, but they have a lot of private land on it, I should say. Mm-hmm. And so got direct, mm-hmm. got um, permission t- to let us run through their lands and their trails and mm-hmm. like, um, you know, a nature preserve and stuff like that. Mm. So, um, so it's definitely, I, th- I think I wrote this in the course report, but I mean, the conditions and the course are competitors as well, because like we were out there in the rain, um, you know, mm-hmm. the wind can strike up and the course it's not, I mean, we ran a little bit on paved roads, but um, you know, the, the idea is kind of adventure slash, um, ruggedness in a yeah. yeah and I was gonna say we found out at the pre-race meeting that the Casco Bay swim run is the closest by comparison to the original the Mac Daddy in Sweden so that was kind of neat knowing, <laughs> knowing yeah. that we were yeah running on similar terrain and conditions and have a little slice of that it was, it was much shorter in distance but yeah. similar terrain well, because I gotta say that Dim, I haven't I haven't sprung this on you, but there is one up near Seattle. Yeah, yeah, the sand one. Yeah. Oh, we know. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, and but it's all in freshwater. It's, it's in all lakes. in lakes. Yeah. Oh, is it the I know. And I, mm-hmm. is it in lakes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. they, you got to yeah. make your way out to an island, but then once you're on the island, you swim in lakes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I didn't know that either too. until okay. a few days ago. Yeah, that was that was very. I saw that detail, and that was very appealing to oh, me. Oh, you should try uh, it. You should try it. There are no sharks in lakes. <laughs> there are not. There's no. There's not, and there's no salt water. Or either. seaweed. But no, salt water. Seaweed. Salt water makes you buoyant. So. Yeah, but it also makes your mouth taste funny, and you know, makes your eyes sting, and so, so. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. So, um, gear. This isn't a run barefoot in your swimsuit kind no, of event. It's not. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> Katie, I want you to talk us through the gear that you and Dim toted and wore. Sure. So first of all, Dim and he was talking about transitions and how mm-hmm. there are multiple transitions. And I think um, that they weren't really trans. I mean, the only thing we did in a transition was remove our goggles because you're not discarding mm-hmm. anything or picking anything up. You basically in swim run, whatever you take with you, whatever you start with, you have to finish with. Um, so mm-hmm. there were some mandatory pieces of gear we had to have. And one of those was the wetsuit because the water is cold. Um, we also had to have a, a waterproof map. We had to have a compass and um, a whistle and also a compression mm-hmm. bandage, which <laughs> kind of scared us both a little bit at the onset. But after doing the race, I can totally see why we needed yes. to carry that. Um, but in addition to that, it was um, whatever you felt like you needed. Um, 
Most competitors wear, well, we all wear caps and goggles, but then they, we bring paddles um, and also a pool buoy, which is like a small flotation device. Swimmers are really familiar with this because you practice, you do sets with your pool buoy. But anyway, it, right, that, that goes in your upper, th- yeah. that you squeeze it between your upper exactly. thighs. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it, it helps, um, helps with body position, but it also helps mm-hmm. because we had running shoes on, it helps keep your feet afloat. Right. So we, I felt like we really needed that. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then the, you forgot the one thing is that you also have to have a tether. Oh, the tether. <laughs> yeah. And so that is um, required for, for each team. Um, so you do it in teams of two. That's the other thing that I forgot to mention is, is there was a solo division in this one, but that's very rare. Oh. Usually you do it in teams mm. of two and the tether um, can be required in some races. It was not required in this race, but you had to have it in case conditions got bad during the swim. And oh. then you would be tethered together um, just as a safety uh, precaution. And I felt like on that last swim that that one volunteer, he was almost going to force us to tether yes um because of the conditions and we were ready to you know i asked him i'm like do you want us to tether and he said well no if if lars told you you didn't have to then you don't have to so Mm. but we did not we did not use the tether um but we did carry it the whole time Uh uh all right so and you mentioned goggles and swim caps that was one thing i was dying to know and um was pleased to see a running photo so you kept your swim caps on and then you would just put your goggles up on your forehead or on your you know perched up on your head right. that, that that must have been kind of funny to run in a swim. <laughs> <laughs> no no funnier than running in a wetsuit um but yeah i mean the, the, the weather on in in you know we had the race on sunday morning it was rainy it was chilly apparently a week ago there it was you know crazy humidity pretty hot so i mean we really lucked out even though it was raining i mean so it made things a little slippery which is foreshadowing um but um <laughs> But, you know, so it didn't feel like we had to take them off. And the runs also are pretty short. I mean, as, as a running race goes, right? I think our longest run was like 3.8 miles. But everything else was oh. like half a mile, a mile and a half, two miles. I mean, it all adds up oh. over time, but it's not like you're out there running a half marathon with your swim cap on, right? Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. it, when, it, when I did get hot, I took mine off. I took mine off at the end. The last run, I took it off. We both oh, yeah. took it off. Did you oh, take sure, it off course, before yeah. then? And I took it off on our first run too. Like a lot of people before we set out had everything geared up. And uh-huh. then once I realized we we're going to be out there for a while, oh, I took I it off. That. But yeah. yeah, you just, but then you just throw it back on and throw the goggles. I mean, the transitions, um, needless to say, it was our first time. Our transitions weren't super smooth. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest thing was that we had to, you could get the pool buoy. And um, so Katie found these videos on YouTube about how to, you basically like jerry rig it so that you put a bungee cord through it. So because um, you have to attach it to your leg while you're running still, unless you want to carry sure. it in your hand. So basically you like switch it to the outside when you're running and then you switch it to the inside when you're swimming. And we had oh. to have this little like, you know, partner reminder, like switch your pull buoy over so that it was actually in between your thighs and not on the outside of one thigh. Cause a little lopsided. <laughs> oh my god it's like when jack and i um travel in countries to where you drive on the left and before every time we would start driving we would look at each other and we'd say what are we doing driving exactly. on the left exactly uh, this so, whole race was so. driving on the left <laughs> Pretty much, we, yeah. we actually looked at each other at one point and we're like this is an out-of-body experience oh, the it whole thing felt crazy. surreal yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> i love that um so All right. So I know the majority of the running miles were on dirt, but from the photos, I was really surprised. It wasn't like wide open swaths of plant free, you know, rut free trails. Like it looked like bushwhacking to me and scrambling over a lot 
of rocks. So I want to hear about that. And was the course even marked? Well, the the course was marked, but I'm really glad that we were at the pre-race meeting and heard um, from some people that had done the race and talked about Mm -hmm. uh, the possibility of getting lost because although it's marked, it's not that noticeable. And if you're in a state, I mean, we've all done endurance events where you're just not quite with it. Um, Mm -hmm. If someone hadn't told me to be paying attention to look for the markers, I probably would have run past a few. Um, are they like, I mean, are they like ties? Yeah, on, ties, yeah. On, white flags that said swim run. Um, and they were appropriately mm-hmm. placed. I wouldn't have asked for any more, but it's just, it was, like you said, Sarah, it was, it was pretty wooded, uh, a lot of green, uh, so things could get hidden. Um, yeah, I mean, some, I mean, that one photo, I mean, it looks like the vegetation is up chest level. Yeah, right? yeah, there was some of that for sure, for sure. Like I said, the course uh-huh. is definitely a competitor, right? And that's the that's the beauty of it and kind of the fun part of it, right? I, or for us, yeah. you know, I mean, if, it, if that's not your thing, then it probably wouldn't be interesting, but uh-huh. it was really fun because you're just like, oh gosh, it just felt like you're really out in the elements. Yeah, we were scrambling over uh-huh. down trees and over rocks for sure, yeah. On some parts and then other parts, I mean, even like on the paved roads, there was one, you know, there was one like part where like, again, these are like small little islands that, you know, where fam- families have had houses there forever and they're like, packs of kids on their bikes like no helmets just screeching around the island you know like it felt like the goonies were like chasing yeah. us you know it was a free-for-all yeah at one point the, the, the six kids on their bikes were there or like six ish and then like a car was coming one way and another car was turning I was like oh my god Katie there's so much action right now I, I don't know what to do you know because you're so used to just being out by yourself and you know no one on your race course kind of Oh my gosh. And you switch into mom mode. The kids, they're going to get their helmets. Yeah, they didn't have helmets. I remember that. No helmets. (laughs) So, all right. So, so plants up to your chest on the ground and then in the water, so much seaweed and kelp. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, the water was the biggest, I mean, it was the biggest unknown for me. Katie grew up in Florida, so she has a lot of open water swimming experience. Um, I mean, I got to give major pops to Katie because I look, uh, this will be a little bit of a, a soliloquy, but I promise it, I, it, it has a point. So, I mean, I've never swum in the ocean, like trying to make progress. I've been in the ocean, you know, playing around, but never freestyled in the ocean. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, and so that, you know, that is hard. That's definitely an experience. It was cold. It was salty. Like you said, Sarah, you know, everyone said, don't take mm-hmm. the, don't drink the water. And, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to drink the water. And then a wave would hit me and I, you know, take this huge gallon and I'd be like, okay, don't let that happen again. Keep your mouth shut. And then I'm like, I can't keep my mouth shut. I got to breathe. You know, like I can't, when I turn the side, I can't breathe through my nose. I got to take a breath. So it was very, that first, and the first swim was the longest swim. So the first run was the longest run. The first swim was the longest swim. And it was the most challenging too, as far as, um, the, um, the currents, the tide, you know, that kind of thing and sighting. And I will say, you know, Katie and I had plenty of time to, to have post-race talks. And um, I mean, I, you know, I just not really, I, I have practiced open water swimming, but very little. Like every time I get into a triathlon, I haven't really practiced open water swimming. I mean, I practice sighting a little bit in the pool, but that's like practicing like you know, um, I don't know, like on the bunny hill for a, for a, a ski race on a black diamond hill. Like it's just yeah, not the same thing, sure. you know? And so, yeah. um, so I had some issues with sighting and, um, I and think I just have to interject here. A lot of it had to do with the fact that you were using 
Ben's goggles or oh, they were like, all actually Amelia's old, old goggles. goggles. So I really think if you're going to do <laughs> an open water event, you have to be able to see see new goggles. See, like new I goggles. put on, I put on brand new goggles that morning. Yeah, yeah, um, you did, and I and I didn't even think about it. And I yes, and I looked at them after them. They're, they're all scratchy. They were tinted. oh, they, were tinted. they fog up. Yeah, and they yeah. fog up. Oh, and the fog. Well, that was the thing that, that because for me. I can't believe that you had to like put on your goggles and hope for a good seal and fog free. Like how many times, like for me, when I go open water swimming and I get a fog free, you know, like, and there's no leakage yeah. and all that stuff. I feel like it's a total victory. Like you won the lottery. And so yeah. you guys had to do that repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we met some friends on the way over on the ferry over this guy. What was his name? Bill, 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 Bill offered me his little, uh, me. And then we sat next to these two uh, sisters who are very funny. They were called the twisted sisters. That was their team name. Um, and so the Twisted Sisters and I were laughing about, you know, they, they got an Airbnb on a sailboat because um, she was like, oh, I got such a good deal. And she's like, I didn't realize it was on a sailboat. So they were like, you know, rocking all night long, got a really bad night's sleep. Um, and then Bill at the end offered the Twisted Sisters and, and me, Katie, you were off probably in the bathroom, um, his spray, which is like a little bit of um, baby shampoo. Yeah and water and that is a good that's a good um defog solution so yeah. that works for a yeah. while but um i mean i think it was the goggles but i also think it was just me just being just you know i just i mean Not it was experience. it was a big it was just a big i mean i felt fine and i and i when i want to say this for the record i never felt unsafe i never felt like i was gonna mm -hmm. i was i didn't have a panic attack I, I looked around there were plenty of boats watching and plenty of you know, race boats that were also um, out helping and stuff. So it's not like I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going down. It was just like, all mm -hmm. I could concentrate on is like four more strokes, Cindy. four more strokes, four more strokes, oh, wow. four more strokes. Because um, I mean, we got out into the, the open, this channel, the shipping <laughs> channel. And like, like, you know, you can't see the seaweed, right? And, the, and I'm not kidding you when I say it, it's like as big as like a semi truck. Like you're all of a sudden you're like, it's not like you can cite that. So all of a sudden you're mm -hmm. in the middle of it mm -hmm. and you can't get out of it. And Katie said at one point, she looked back at me, I was breathing and my whole face was just covered in seaweed. Okay. So there's <laughs> that, that going on. And I'm just like, okay, you know, and I used to be death. Like if something touched me in an open water swim in a lake, I would pretty much lose my, lose my mind. Right. So like, for wow. me to be like, okay, I've got seaweed all over me, and I'm going to be okay. That was great exposure therapy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Um, that, and then Katie and I, the whole thing, like, when we were walking around Portland and stuff, she's like, do you like lobster rolls? And I'm like, no, I don't eat seafood. She's like, neither do I. And everything around us is like lobster, shrimp, you know, seafood rolls, all that stuff. And, um, and the smell. I mean, you know, obviously you're out in the ocean, right? So it's the smell of that, the seaweed and the other, yeah. you know, stuff that's in there. So mm -hmm. it was all just sensory overload um we were fine i mean i was fine and we and we did okay on the swims but um but it was definitely a learning experience and if i were to do it again i i don't know what i would do differently i mean it's hard to practice here because the water is just calm you know and the sighting right. i mean but i even had trouble sighting in our little gravel pond i mean it's just something that i have to get better at if yeah, I honestly do i don't i don't think we would do anything differently okay i, mean, I felt like we had the best gear we had really good um, gear yeah our i mean I was except for my pool buoy came undone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that you running with it, carrying it. Yeah, that was. Yeah, but that wasn't until the very end. It was. I had two swims left with it undone. You, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I do think that wow. last that last picture. I mean, I will say, you know, Katie was kind of. So we practiced swimming 
like I would be in the lead and Katie would kind of be on my knee, kind of not on my knee, but because she could be on my, like in my slipstream a little bit, right? To well, and we, yeah, we uh -huh. figure it out. Dimity breathes to her right and I breathe to my left. And it was okay. just easier because she's taller, has longer arms that if I would stay behind her and I would just look uh -huh. to my left at her knee and then she would be looking to her right to make sure that I was there. It worked out really well it did. in practice. In practice. <laughs> but then once we hit the water, all of a sudden, like, Katie's, like, seven strokes ahead of me. And I'm like, whoa, wait, this is a night you know, trying to catch her. And, yeah. Well, because I would think that would be a little annoying that it's sort of like walking behind someone on a busy sidewalk who it sort of is you're going a little left, going a little right, kind of getting in your way. I would think it's be sort of the same thing with swimming. That would be just like, just go straight and stop veering off to the right all the time. Yeah. Well, and I veered to the right. So that's, that's a good choice, Sarah. Good, good example. Well, that's yeah. Usually t typically you veer toward the direction you breathe. Don't you think? Oh uh, yeah. Good, good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. anyway, so yeah, but the swims were overall, they were really, they were good. The first one, I mean, I put this in the blog post, but we saw Amy and Adrian and that was just, awesome like that just like whatever whatever I had just done and I knew the longest one was behind me I just felt like all right great like start fresh here yeah. we go nice nice and when you say you mentioned there was the longest swim and the longest run so tell us distances of uh, approximate distances of those two go ahead Dina. well that was funny because we thought starting out that the first run was going to be two and a half miles because that's what the map had said um, but at one point we're running along and I could see what Dimity's doing. She's looking at her watch and I didn't have a Garmin on or anything. Um, but uh, eventually she says to me, just so you know, <laughs> we're at like three and a half miles now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think it was just over three and a half the first run. And then the oh, wow, first okay. swim was longer than I expected. Um, I think it took us like 20 minutes. I think it was, was supposed to be 1,700 yards. I think it was probably more, although it's hard to say when you're in open water yeah, like that. Yeah, because you'd probably sure. take more, you'd probably go longer than the... You go longer and you get carried. I mean, there's current, yeah, you know, yeah. it's the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so that's the thing though, the map. So when we first picked this, this, so there's a short distance and a long distance and swim run, or at least at this race. And the short mm -hmm. distance was supposed to be like, I can't remember. 14 total. 14 total. And the long distance is supposed to be like something over 20, I feel no, like. No, I thought it was like 18 or 19. 18 total. and 19. Okay, whatever. But I was like, uh -huh. no, can't do that. So we did, and you, and you're not allowed to do the short the long distance according to the race site um, until you've done a short distance or you can prove mm. like within the last year or so they've done like an Ironman or an open water swim or something that has a longer wow. swim in it to just prove that you're a competent swimmer. Right. Um, sure. and so we yeah. signed up for the short course um, and, uh, and the map said 13 plus miles. So if you see 13 plus miles, Sarah, what do you think? <laughs> like what, what is your like initial reaction? 13.15. Yeah, I'm thinking between 13 and 14, <laughs> Me too. you know? Yeah, and it turned <laughs> out to 17. be somewhere between 15 and 16. Oh, wow, that's, yeah, that's, that's a plus size yes. plus. Yes, yes. Yeah. We ran into that gentleman, Bill, that we'd seen at the beginning of the day after uh -huh. the race, and he had on one of the fancy garments that records everything, and uh, oh, yeah. he showed it to me, and it was over 17 miles total that we had done. Yeah. Mm. And mine kind of registered yeah. a little over, like mine registered. I, I, I didn't quite get it mine. Right. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It was just a longer than we it was anticipated. Well over 13 miles. Yeah. It was well over 13 <laughs> miles. And, and I mean, but that's again, part of it. And, and the other thing, and I put this again in the race report, but I mean, it should be said. So anybody who has been in this world um, or lives in Portland, Maine might've known the name Jeff Cole, but he was the guy who had the vision to kind of bring swim run to the United States 
and he um, puts on triathlons in Portland and that kind of thing. And he um, unfortunately passed away um, in March. Um, and mm. so they had this really nice tribute to him. They named the race the Cole Classic now. They had this very nice tribute mm -hmm. to him at the beginning of our pre-race meeting. Um, but his widow got up and said, you know, the fact that Lars, um, who's now the race director, who had been helping him for sure, it was, but it was definitely a two-person job. You know, he said the fact mm. that Lars is, that got this race to go in August with, I mean, it, you know, if you think putting on a road race is hard, think about getting, you know, water mm. and getting, um, you know, permission to run on private land. Yeah, and, all that access. Oh, it's yeah. just, so the fact that it even went is a tribute to his hard work. And I really, I mean, I really want to emphasize that. So even though we're complaining about the distances, I mean, that's kind oh, of, I'm not, the, no, we're not complaining. <laughs> we're just saying like, it was just like, I thought they did that on purpose. Yeah, they may have. Cause they Lars have. even said the night before he had said that, um, at the request of one of the Islanders, I guess someone wanted us to run through their private property. Oh yeah, they wanted the and they <laughs> and added on a half a mile. Yeah, yeah. So I guess nice. ready nice. for more than two and a half, but. Yeah, exactly. So, it was, so it's one of those things where, you know, if you come in with like a very much of a, a you know, road race mentality, it's probably gonna Yeah, this is not you your kind bit. of race. Oh, you it, definitely have to have an open it did, Yeah, exactly. No, it sounds like you definitely have to have a sense of adventure. Sure. So, okay, okay, so Dim, Dim, yeah. it would not really be a dimity type adventure without a fall or an injury. Yes. Uh, yes. Even crossing a icy parking lot can be tricky for you. So, <laughs> um, so, so tell us about your mishap and then Katie chime in about yours, please. It was a little less dramatic. Sure. Um, I mean, mine was, um, so we got to this, it's called Vale Island. Um, and in the pre-race meeting, Lars said, you know, it's a half a mile, but think how long it's going to take you half a mile and multiply that times five. That's how long it takes to <laughs> circum, and you can't go through the island because it's full of poison ivy. So, oh, yeah. Geez. So I mean, you're you're going around this very very rocky um, situation, and it's fun. I mean, it is fun. It was fun, but it was also again, the, you know, like a little bit of sensory overload. In that, like at one point, like there was a drone going overhead, which was cool. But I'm, you know, of course, I want you want to kind of look up and see it. I had Katie's kind of neon you know, Jersey, I was trying to keep in the, she was ahead of me. So she was trying to keep that in my peripheral vision and then working on my footing and carrying my paddles. And, you know, so you only have one hand open or available to use. And it was just, um, so that part was hard, but then we got to this space where Katie, like a, a place where you look, you look to one edge of a rock and you're like, no, not going down there. And then you look to the other edge and she's like, I think I'm going to go this way. And I, of course, pick the way because to try to stay with you I picked the way that you said no I'm not going and it was also um because I'm taller right mm -hmm. I can get I might I knew that my feet could touch the ground so I got down fine but then I kind of lost my balance and um I thought that I had a rock kind of right behind me that I could put my hand on like kind of at hip level mm -hmm. and it turned out to be much lower and um I kind of really slammed my left side like my ribs into a rock a different rock that was mm -hmm. jutting out I mean, it really took my breath away. Like I had to sit down and um, I mean, just, just now I just took a deep breath and I just felt it again. So I don't know if I ended up really bruising it badly or hurting the muscle or maybe like minorly fracturing my rib. I'm not sure exactly what happened. I mean, when we finally got back, we got back to the, the final, like the cross the finish line. I saw Adrian and I started laughing and I was like, oh my God, I cannot do that. I cannot laugh. It hurts too much. Um, and so then I got back to the hotel and I, well, Katie was in the shower. I looked up some stuff and there's nothing you can do for it. Right. Like besides, you know, you don't, you don't want to, it's not like you can put a cast on a, a rib. Right. 
<laughs> so, so couldn't it, that's what you brought your that tape for right? exactly the compression the bin. They made you yeah, yeah. Compression. well and the thing was like it i mean it hurt during the race but the water was so cold that it kind of numbed it um uh-huh. so that was nice I, it didn't really hurt to swim and then um and then the running like we weren't running like it's not like i was taking huge deep breaths i mean we were just kind of trotting along making progress mm-hmm. um when we could run so overall it's fine i mean i definitely because I still feel it. Um, it feels better now than it did before, but I'm, you know, I haven't, I won't be doing pushups for a while <laughs> or really using my upper body. I mean, I went to Costco the other day and like was lifting dog food and I was like, Oh, so, um, so we'll see. But Katie has a good one too, but not as, not as, uh, probably lasting. Right. Yeah. And I didn't even think about the compression bandage for your side. That would have worked well. I mean, uh, we, I, we well, needed would, it. Yeah. If, I, I mean, if I had like been, a girdle, we could have, yes. If up. I really, really needed it. I mean, I would have, you know, if I had been really, really injured, I would have made myself stop and, you know, but I mean, people were just going down left and right and just get mm-hmm. back up and go. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, you're oh, kind boy. of in the middle of nowhere. So you had, I mean, I'm sure that if, if maybe you could have gotten something, but yeah, it would have been a pain. And were there before Katie, before you tell your tale, um, were there aid stations along the way or no? Yes. Yes. There was water out there. We carried, um, they gave us, what were they called? The collapsible flask. Yeah. So we got mm-hmm. a little like precision hydration. I think oh, yeah. gave them precision to us. hydration yeah. flask. So basically, um, they filled up your water bottle or your flask, uh-huh. and then you could kind of just tuck it in your wetsuit, um, in between the swims. Um, gotcha. so that was nice. Uh, and they, the fuel wasn't quite what we expected. <laughs> Lots of peanut butter and jelly, which is fine for me as an ultra runner. I'm used to that. Yeah. Yeah. But at one point, I mean, they, again, this was, I think just, um, an oversight at some point or maybe just communication. Again, it's a lot to put on, but I was under the understanding or at some point I'd seen that there was going to be like bars, these red bars, um, at mm. these stations, which are this local Portland company. They're kind of like RX bars. Um, uh-huh. but instead they had, um, kind of soggy peanut butter and jelly. So, um, it wasn't quite what I needed. And Katie at one point was like, dimity. I had the, the wetsuits have, um, a little pocket in them to carry stuff. So I had one goo in there. She's like, dimity. I had two actually. She's like, you've got to take your goo. <laughs> I think she could just feel my energy just like plummeting. It worked. It you know? worked. You, you took your goo and things got better. Yeah. For both of us. Yeah. <laughs> But it was totally like that race experience where, you know, like we've talked about that, Sarah, where all of a sudden you're in the middle of it and you're like, oh my God, it's seven miles in and I usually, you know, have some fuel at three and a half or whatever. And it yeah. just, you know, yeah. like the time was just flying by. I didn't know how long we'd been out there. I didn't, it was just, like I said, it was, it was pretty surreal. So, but anyway, the goo definitely helped. Oh, yeah. Good, good, good. Okay. So Katie, your, your tumble. Oh yeah. That was probably about halfway through. We came to an island and this is pretty typical. There's so much seaweed out there. Um, came to the shore and there are rocks, big boulders uh, under the water. And I'm sure like at very low tide, they're probably exposed, right? And you can see what's a rock, but because they have seaweed growing on them, I couldn't really tell like where a rock was. And so I'd go to put my foot down and it would slide off the rock and, you know, Mm -hmm. I'd go under and I was just having a really hard time uh, planting my feet. And so finally I just said to myself, okay, I'm going to just have to get on my hands and knees and crawl out of here. And I knew I was going to get cut up in the process, but, uh, and Dimity, she even tried to give me a shove to get me out and it just wasn't working. <laughs> so, so anyway, I just got on my hands and knees and crawled out. And at that point I really ripped up um, my knees somewhat, but mostly I got this big gash in my hand and it's healed uh. pretty much now, but um, about a centimeter. 
Um, and I didn't even really realize my hand was bleeding as much as it was until we were about halfway through that run. And I looked down and I've just awash, it's blood everywhere. I'm like, oh my God, here oh, come the great lights. I know, <laughs> I was shark bait for the next swim. <laughs> um, so anyway, we, that was funny. We ran into Lars, the race director, just before we got into the water the next time. And he's like, hey guys, how's it going? And I hold up my hand and he, what did he say? He said, if you're not bleeding, you're not racing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're racing, funny. don't worry. <laughs> so... Oh my goodness. So, okay. So big, big smiles at the finish line from the looks of yeah. it. So, t so, um, tell us your finish time and your overall place amongst the other finishers. Cause I think I, th I th you all are humble ladies, but you know, um, go ahead, Katie. Well, first of all, I don't, I can't remember where we placed. So Demity can speak to that, but I do know, I read something, someone's blog a few days ago that had mentioned how many teams didn't even finish. Um, because oh. either they didn't meet the cutoff or who knows, maybe somebody got hurt and got pulled, but many teams. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know like that. 20 to 40 teams that oh. didn't, didn't even finish. So I feel of the short course I or overall both, both short and yeah. long distances. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It's, we could probably figure it out, but um, anyway, before she tells you how we place, just remember that there were more teams wow. that started um, than sure. finished. Yeah. 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 We yeah. met one of them. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I, won't, I won't go into that. Um, but yeah, so we finished four hours and 41 minutes was our finishing time. And again, like I uh -huh. had no idea because, you know, I did like the majority of a race course um, doing a swim run, swim run out at, at the little gravel pond. And that took me less than three hours. Right. So again, mm -hmm. like it's just until you can practice on that course and they have, um, they have like a camp and they have some practice like sessions and stuff, but obviously that's not super accessible for people who have to fly there um so but they do have that if you like you lived in boston or something like that um mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then um i think for women we finished 14th overall um i think there were 36 nice. teams um and then i, I can't remember um the overall teams yeah it seemed like we placed we placed better, higher yeah with the, with the co-ed and the men's i think we were the 30s like in the 30s out of 80 some yeah Wow. I mean, it's, it's nice. very cool that um, it is a very, uh, it feels like a very um, equally dispersed gender sport. Mm -hmm. You know, like um, there were mm -hmm. a lot of co-ed teams. Um, there were a lot mm -hmm. of male teams, but then also female teams. And, I, and it was like almost 50% female, um, which was very wow. cool. So again, if you mm -hmm. have the skills and this is interesting to you, like it is like it's, it is harder core than a typical race, but um, it's very welcoming to, um, to all types and all both genders. Yeah. And I would just mm -hmm. add that this is not the kind of race where you want to race it your first time through. I mean, it's so technical mm -hmm. and it requires so much mental focus that I feel like doing it for the first time, you really can't think about racing or placing or speed. You just have to keep yeah keep one where your feet are yeah. yeah just or your paddle are <laughs> where your feet are your paddle so yeah. i was really really <laughs> pleased with how we placed i didn't think we had placed that high um but again we weren't that wasn't our intent going in we were yeah. just happy to be there yeah well and it was very and it's in also because it's a smaller field you get kind of stretched out and so it's hard even to tell where you are you know um right. so right. yeah i'd also like to say i think both of you are being humble i, I mean i know that Dimity is a very strong swimmer and Katie, oh. you certainly have endurance to burn. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like if you were sometimes ahead of Dimity, then that, that makes you an even 
faster swimmer she was, than she was, in, she was ahead of me in elbow with the first swim so yeah we were we had to stay together that was the whole thing yes yes we had <laughs> yeah. to stay together yeah um yeah but you two are very strong athletes. i think we're comparable yes Both yeah no we definitely we complemented each other yeah we're sure. a good team together and it's good because katie is very much um you know, pay attention to the details. Katie was always like, you know, when we were meeting for practices, like, have you made your pole buoy yet? Have you done this? Have you done? And I'm like, no, 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 you know? And then, um, and then I kind of show up and I mean, even I didn't even bring my wetsuit that you have to show your gear. You have to check in your gear. So you show you have your compass and your, all your things. And I didn't even bring my wetsuit down there. Cause I'm like, they don't need to see my wetsuit. And, uh, and I'm like, I promise sure enough, I, they they to see see and I was like, I promise I have a wetsuit. I'm not going to get in that water without a wetsuit. You know, I could have gone. It was, we were staying at the race hotel, but that's the kind of thing. And so I think, you know, as long as Katie, you know, puts up with my, you know, kind of lackadaisical. Because when I got out there, I mean, I had a good time and I definitely did the best I could. Um, and uh, and I think we had fun together. Oh my Tiffany, lackadaisical is not an adjective I would ever throw your way. <laughs> like... Well, it depends upon what I'm, what I'm focusing on, right? Because I knew we were going into this race. I mean, I, I definitely prepared for it, but like, yeah, I, I just wasn't, um, I knew, and then that's the other thing is you kind of, Katie, I knew Katie had the wheel, right? So we don't both need to have the wheel. So Katie had our wheel and, you know, and she would mm-hmm. kind of tell me, she's like, well, we might want to write our distances on our paddles. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. You know, just stuff like that, that you did a lot of research, you know? <laughs> I'm glad we didn't write the distances because it wouldn't have meant anything. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> we did. So I did write on my paddles. I wrote um, the islands that we were going to just so I'd have an idea. Because uh, you could come out of the water and ask a volunteer, what island is this? And you'd at least know approximately where you were. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's good. So you're not just, I mean, it sounds like it was somewhat disorienting with the, the waves and the seaweed yeah. and all this stuff. So at least to be to be grounded, to know which well, island you were for that, on. Um, so I knew that we had to do six swims, and the one swim was broken up. Um, so we were standing on sighting and they're like, you just have to get over to that beach. And I'm like, oh my God, oh, swim yeah. is going to be so <laughs> lovely. Like it, it was looked good because every swim was longer than you thought it was going to be. And, um, uh-huh. and so I'm like, oh my gosh, I can, you know, this is, this looks lovely. I, you know, it just looks like a nice break. We can swim this. We got to the beach and you just go over this little spit of land and you get back in the water. So you'd only done about a third <laughs> there was of the no swim. no reprieve at all. It was just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, dang it. Um, but one of, one of the, um, I wanted to make sure I got this in because it really resonated. One of the team names was, it doesn't have to be fun to be fun. And I really like love that because I'm like, I think a lot of us think like, oh, why would you go do that? And it wasn't always fun in the moment, like especially when I hurt my rib or I, you know, it was cold water and I'm like, where are we going? You know, and you kind of can get in this like, you know, kind of spin of self-pity or whatever. But then you're like, you know, at the end, it's always fun. And it was really fun most of the time, mm-hmm. you know? So I just, I think that's a- Well, I, 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 while you've been talking about this whole experience, Dimity, that's fine that that is the phrase that resonates with you because that's what I've been thinking. I'm like, gosh, Dimity just really doesn't choose a race or an event unless it's going to be somewhat of a suffer fest. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah, well, but I, I just love new experiences. You I like really a challenge do. too. You yeah, like I like a challenge, challenge and I like a new experience, you know, like, I mean, the Orca Islands one sounds fun to me because it, that to me sounds more intriguing just because it's something we wouldn't have never done before. Like mm-hmm. I would go back and do Maine if we wanted to. I mean, we have to talk about that, but, um, but I like, I really like a new course, like just mm-hmm. because there's no expectations other than to, to have fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like though, another swim run is in your all's shared future. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see. Katie has some healing to do. She's got some Achilles issues. Uh, so we'll get that 
kind of shore it up. And it's, it's a big time eater, you know, like um, as far as training goes, I mean, every, any race that's a distance race is a big time eater. So, but we know, have all the gear now. So. We do have all the gear. So we have that. No we have more that stressing over the gear. <laughs> yeah. We've got the gear. Just need to fix Dimity's pull. Yeah, that's no big deal. I'll take care of that. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll just, I'll <laughs> yeah, I'd say leave that task yeah, to her. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Now, <laughs> the, the orthotics, I can't help her there. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. And I love, and Grant's, uh, so so I'll tell the story <laughs> quick, that, that you put out your shoes to dry the day before you were leaving, right? I put them out on Wednesday, that, and I went to go get them Thursday morning to pack, because we were leaving on Friday. Yeah. And a critter had taken your orthotics, your much-needed orthotics. Tell, tell oh. what you texted to oh, me. I was like, I'd rather about... lose my wetsuit and my goggles. I mean, I just, it's, those are, yeah. I mean, my feet are just such special snowflakes that um, I, I just, you know, I ended up jerry-rigging a pair of them um, with a metatarsal pad that my uh, podiatrist had given me. And um, it was fine. I have this picture of like gorilla glue because I had to glue the metatarsal pad on because I, you know, I wanted to make sure it didn't come off in the water. Uh, and then like peanut m ms right next to it because I was like totally stress eating. Um, and it worked out fine. I mean, I ended up with like, a whole bunch of the sand. That's the other thing is sand is pretty gritty when you're running. If your feet get full of, your shoes get full of junk, right? It's like you oh, stop to pull them out, but then you're just going to get, it's just going to fill up on the next swim. So, um, so I got, I got some, uh, I think it would happen with my orthotics too. I got some, mm-hmm. you know, abrasions in there, but, um, but yeah, it was, it, uh, you know, if that was our biggest problem. Then, then we won. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also sound, you know, when you texted me that you, you know, I would rather lost my wetsuit and my goggles. And now hearing you talk about your goggles, I realized that you're not really very emotionally invested in those. <laughs> no, I am not. I should probably get a new, I'll get a new pair next. I, I vow to Katie next time. I will start with a brand new pair of goggles. Okay. okay. Uh, you can expense them. Okay. I appreciate okay, that expenditure. Thank you. <laughs> well, all right, ladies, I admire your pluck and your courage in taking this on. And thank you for sharing the experience. Thanks for having us, Sarah. It was fun to chat. It's fun to relive. Oh, yeah. Dim, dim, dim. You just never fail to impress. <laughs> and, and I marvel at you. Thanks, thanks. You know what? Like, I just, I mean, it's part of my persona. Like, I think I kind of am that goofy thing. But I also, I was at Old Navy the other day, which I know, you know, I shouldn't be buying clothes there because, you know, that's just a big, you know, clothing factory, polluting our landfills, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But, um, but yeah. I saw um, this shirt and it had a heart on it and it said all in. Um, and it, it's, oh. it's like gray and navy blue, which are two of my favorite, my colors. I'm like, I have to have that shirt. Like, I just feel like all in. Yeah. Uh. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, see, and that's another thing that that's another aspect of your personality. You, you find the cutest dang things. It's like, Oh, here's my little star shirt that I got at Target, <laughs> you know, and here's a, then I'm like, ah, oh. yeah. Well, it makes, it's hard to keep up with oh, you, sorry, damn. Sorry. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I was buying, I was there buying like this puke yellow shirt for Amelia so she could uh, put put an M on it and be go to the back to school dances at Eminem. So, you know, that's really was the first purpose of my journey. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, Dim, we'll take us over to the train like a mother club. Hey, guess what? Here I am again. It's Dimity here with your Train Like a Mother Club Corner. And after finishing the swim run, 
I am left with an empty calendar. If you are, or an empty race calendar, I have a very packed calendar, but nothing athletic on the calendar for me. Um, if you are in my position, one thing that I want you to consider is stride into the school year, which is a five-week program. If you have not been in a stride program before, they're super fun um, five-week programs that combine strength training and running and some cross-training like yoga and Pilates and other low-impact stuff. Um, no pressure. All we want you to do is keep moving forward. The workouts are five days a week with an optional sixth day. Um, really, really fun group of women that come into these programs and all levels are welcome. Everybody from walkers all the way up to people who are pretty intense about their running but just need to take a break from the mental uh, the mental focus maybe that they're having and just come and have a fun time as they get their groove back, right? Because summer's over, school has started. I don't know about um, you, but I know that I'm having a rough time kind of figuring out when to do my workouts. Um, we have a, a late start now every day. School's been pushed back an hour for the whole school district, which... You know, doesn't sound like much, but it's um, it's a little kind of topsy-turvy around here. So anyway, stride into the school year. I encourage you to check it out. It's just $30, so it um, is, you know, less than a dollar a day for um, 35 days of awesome workouts, fun, camaraderie, all that stuff. You can sign up at the Train Like a Mother Club, um, and again, we start on September 10th which is a week um, from Labor Day, if you're listening to it, it's on the weekend. All right, talk to you soon, and um, have a great week. All right, well, we have an exciting uh, announcement, don't we, Dim? We do. About our Rancho La Puerta retreat. So Ellie Kempton of the Simply Nourish Like a Mother programs is now joining us. Um, we love Ellie, and she'll be giving nutrition talks and doing some demos, as well as joining the retreaters and you and me in the myriad activities offered at Rancho La Puerta Resort. I mean, too, too you know, numerous to name off, but Pilates, strength classes, aqua workouts, meditation. Oh, everything. I mean, you oh, you can do it. sculpture, you can do painting, hang out by the pool, whatever you need. It's just... Hammocking. 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 Sarah, you're very much looking forward to the hammock. Um, I am. I am. Have, you go do something new and challenging and I'm going to go lay in the You know hammock. what's challenging? And I did it last time when I went with my um, family is they have this labyrinth that is um, oh. very cool that you, um, you have to, or it encourages you to take your shoes off because you feel the little rocks underneath your feet. Oh yeah. The little, um, mm -hmm. It's really, uh, it's a very meditative thing. Yeah, it Does is. It, it's a meditative thing. I mean, sometimes they'll do them at, um, uh, chapels or you know churches yeah, yeah, and things yeah, yeah. like that so it's yeah doesn't come nice, to me naturally nice. i'll tell you that <laughs> but, but i did it i'll do it again <laughs> nice nice so that retreat is february 2 to 6 2019 at rancho La puerta which is a quick drive south of the border about 45 minutes from the san diego airport for all the details, including how to register, and there's only about a dozen spots left, so do not delay, go to anothermotherrunner.com slash rancho hyphen law hyphen puerta. That's anothermotherrunner.com slash rancho hyphen law hyphen puerta. Um, hasta febrero. Um, what is that? I hasta that febrero? Up. It means see in February. Uh -oh. <laughs> Well, you know, like Asta Manana, oh, see yeah, you tomorrow. Very good. <laughs> hyphen, hasta, hyphen, fuero. 
right yeah no 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 enough hyphens enough hyphens um you could probably also just google another mother runner and rancho la puerta and you'd come up with the same page um our podcast today was produced in portland oregon by alex ward from sounds like pictures many happy miles many happy miles <laughs> <laughs>